Good afternoon, everyone. Well, let's see if we're live. We'll wait a second. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Carrie back with How to Homeschool My Child and Homeschool Coffee Break. This is a great day. I have just had a great day. I've been productive. You may or may not have. I don't know. You may. Have, who knows what your kids are doing? But what I'd like to do today is talk a little bit more. This is our last session on attitudes. So I would like, you know, we've talked a little bit along the way about attitudes. So before we dive in, I just want to ask a question. Whether you're watching the replay, whether you're watching the live one, answer this in the comments, and then we're going to sort of move forward. So um, we have been talking about family attitudes, and I have three things that I've wanted to talk about. Today is um, the last one, part three. And so I'd sort of like to know, what do you think is the cause of their attitudes? A lot of times I think we just think our kids are being belligerent because they're just being disrespectful. And yet many times there is something in their heart that is much deeper than just they're on this screen all the time or they're doing whatever it is. So just be careful about that. The first thing we have talked about was being accepted by Christ. Or do your kids feel accepted by you? Do you feel accepted by Jesus? Those are some things you might go back and watch that video. There's a lot of verses in there to help you um, get focused in the right direction. Another thing that I have found is that many times, wow, thought I turned all those alarms off. Many times our children lash out because they are really insecure. And a lot of times we're like, they're being defiant. And yet really that is not the issue. The issue a lot of times is they are truly insecure. And so last week we talked about being secure in Christ, being sealed in Christ. So, and then today we're going to talk about being significant in Christ. Which one of those three things do you think might be causing some of your attitude issues? Now, I understand some of it may be pride or selfishness, or maybe there's some unforgiveness but still, it sort of sometimes comes back to, do I and my children feel accepted by Jesus? Do, my, do I and my kids feel secure in Jesus, sealed in him because he has chosen us? And then today we're going to talk about being significant. Um, I did talk last week about this character training chart. I'm not going to go over it, but that is a great resource. One, because we use Bible verses, and so everything we're doing to build character so that that attitude sort of hopefully disappears through the Holy Spirit is based on Bible verses. The other thing that I like about these is we don't just focus on the negative family attitude. We look at the positive are you looking out for your kids and yourself and everyone at your home? Are you actually looking out and praising them for their positive attitude, for their following Jesus attitude? So just a few things to look for. I'm just going to look and see what's going on. All right. So today we want to talk about significant. What I wanted you to do was leave a comment. Tell me, do you or your kids struggle with being accepted by Christ, securing Christ? Or significant in Christ. Um, oh, I was going to, I'll put a link at the end, um, uh, maybe even when I finish, because those of you, I already have some people wanting to know where is this character chart, and so I will pass that along. All right, so let's talk about 
You are significant in Jesus Christ. John 15, 16 and 17 says, You did not choose me, but I chose you, appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. Now that's a mouthful. So let's sort of pull some of that apart. It's talking about God has chosen you. That alone makes you significant and important. I had some notes in here. Um, he has appointed you. If he has chosen you, he has appointed you in his family. You are significant to him. Think about your own children. Are they significant to you? Of course. You are a big deal to God. You know, about a few weeks ago, Amazon was having their, another one of those sale things for Prime members. And it was something like early access. I saw a few commercials on uh, Amazon the week before. And it was sort of funny because it was talking about how if you're a Prime member, you are a big deal because you are a Prime member. And then the woman would walk outside with her Amazon box and everyone's praising and clapping her because she was a big deal. They were trying to say, when you are in this position, you are a big deal. But let's take it a step further and like way up there. What a greater, bigger deal you are if you are in the family of God, if God has chosen you to be a son or a daughter of his, if he has appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, that is a humongous deal. And that is something I think you as mom or dad need to really wrestle with and then be able to share that with your kids. Growing as your kids grow up, here are a few things that you could do. Boys, you know, the homeschool movement's done a really good job about bringing back the idea of being a knight. If you were appointed a knight, I mean, there's a whole ceremony we're not going to go into, but you, I think, spent the night... Uh, at the church and all sorts of things and they came out whole process you grew up knowing you were chosen as a knight you were appointed as a knight and you had a job you had something intentional to do you had significance with a purpose you know it's the same thing you may not know this but the boy scouts if you I don't have it memorized don't even know but the boy scout honor code if you put the Boy Scout honor code here and the Knight's code of armor, code of honor here, they are pretty much exactly the same. You see, the Boy Scouts were founded on a code of honor, and that was based back in the knighthood time. Wouldn't that be a great thing to raise your boys up to realize that they have a significance? They are significant as a knight of Jesus Christ, and they have purpose because they have been chosen to go and bear fruit for him. So let's take a step back. Do you, mom, have a purpose right now? What is it? What kind of purpose do you have? Leave a comment right now. This is, you know, I will tell you this. This is something Steve and I would talk about because I found, I felt like I really knew what my purpose and my intention was while the kids were here. And yet he still saw it, but he still was spending all day making money so that he could support us. And there was just a little bit more, um, 
cloudiness, I guess. He knew about being a good husband. He knew about being a good father and raising the kids in godliness. That is a good purpose. But eight hours a day or more, he was off doing other things. So he sort of really wrestled with that intention and purpose. I did not understand that until my kids got out of the house. And all of a sudden, my not that my life was, it was really wrapped around raising the kids. I knew my purpose. Love my husband, love my children, be a keeper of home, live my life wisely so that I could be an example for my kids. They're gone. Do I quit loving them? No. But that season of life is gone and my immediate daily purpose is going to start to change. So what is your purpose right now? I would gather that if you're listening to this and this podcast, um, it's homeschooling. That is one purpose. And so you have significance in Jesus because he's appointed you to raise these children up and bear fruit in them. To keep your home and to have your home as just a, um, a safe place for your family, but also for friends and community to be able to come and to be a witness for Jesus. Like I just said, to love your husbands, to love your kids, to live wisely. That could be your purpose. Some of you have jobs, so you may need a purpose of making money as well. But those are just some things. Uh, leave a comment and let me know what you feel like your purpose is right now. Hey, Brenna, I'm glad you are here. Thank you for being here. Now we take moms. Now let's move to our children. We want them to have significance. And when they have significance and confidence, a lot of times that attitude will disappear. They're acting out because they are searching for something. So do your kids have purpose? What is it? There are many different things, and it's going to vary from child to child and family to family. A few things that just rolled off the top of my head this morning as I was preparing for this are, and let me just say this, for kids, especially younger kids, it's probably going to be temporary, week to week, month to month. But as your kids get older and they are teens, your teens need to be deciding and choosing what is their purpose, what is their intention. That relationship should not be dictated by you. They need to lead in their relationship with God and search for their relationship with Him, their intention, the purpose that He is calling, their calling with Him. So, but some of the things, maybe right now, their purpose is to work on one character quality. Maybe it's talking back. They need to do that. And maybe you can say, when you are a child of God, He has chosen you. He has appointed you. You are going to live a life differently than maybe the kids down the street. Maybe it's to serve your fam their family. Maybe it's to finish their work on time. What is their purpose this week? And talk to them as well. I am so sorry. I thought I'd turn this thing off completely. The other thing that he is calling you to is to be ambassadors for Christ. So the first part, John 15, is he has chosen you and appointed you to bear good to bear fruit. You will go and bear fruit. And that's what you are doing in your family. But 2 Corinthians 5.20 goes even further. And I think as a family, we can be ambassadors. We are therefore Christ ambassadors. As though God were making his appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to him. You are chosen to be in the family of God. You are appointed to be in the family of God. That is a big deal. And so you are now an ambassador. When people look at you, do they see you as an ambassador? Do they see God's character? Do they see you in joy? Do they see you in love? What, what, how are you being an, 
ambassador, a representative. Then talk to your kids. Hey, we are chosen. We are significant in Christ because we are chosen and appointed. We are appointed to be ambassadors for Jesus Christ. So our family is going to live differently. I talked a lot about that living differently in the part one, accepted. But I really think that is some of the things we need to talk to if we want to develop a family attitude that is Christ-like, which is, I think, what a lot of y'all are wanting to do as well. So, um, how do you show your kids how significant they are to you? I was trying to get back to Facebook here. There we go. Um, what are some things? Leave me a leave a comment if you have a comment about how you are raising your kids to feel significant and how they can be ambassadors. I think one thing as a family, we can say love endures through all circumstances no matter what's going on within our family outside our family we are going to endure and we will continue to love each other no matter what this is especially true with our older children as our older children spread their wings let me tell you i have many friends and i deal with lots of um moms whose kids especially in teenage years and it just gets lower ages and lower ages or they leave home, they maybe go off to college, maybe they stay home and go to college, but they still, there's a lot of issues because they are starting to be independent. A few thoughts. God's love endures through all circumstances. God never quits working. So if you want to be an ambassador for Christ, you to your own children, and they may not be living like you want them to or not, how you want them to, but how God wants them to. We need to remember that we endure through all circumstances. Love never gives up, never loses faith, always hopes and endures through all circumstances because God's love in, around, and through us never fails. I can tell you that I can tell, I'm not going to tell you a lot of stories, but there are many stories where it's God's love that brings these children back to you. There's a book I read, the girl, a girl in the, the girl in the song. It is a story about a young lady who was um, a pastor's daughter, who was more worried about what she looked like. She had a lot of insecurities. She was not following Christ. She was showing up at church, showing up at youth group, sitting in the pews, doing all the right things. And she goes off with the guy in her teenage years and gets pregnant. And then they have the kid. They go off. They go to Bible. No, I don't know what order it is. But I know she goes pregnant. She also goes to Bible college. And she gets kicked out of Bible college by November. And she shouldn't have even gotten into Bible college. But because of her dad, she was able to get in. So now she's off on her own. I, don't rem I can't tell you all the story details. I can tell you this. Her family still loved her. Her family still accepted her. There did come a point through about four or five, three to five years, I don't know when, where they actually, her dad did have to just say, you're going to have to live your life. I love you. You always have a place here, but you're going to have to live your life. And the cool thing about it is it has a happy ending. It doesn't have a happy ending. It has a Holy Spirit ending. The Holy Spirit changed her. She actually saw a vision one night while her dad's church, the entire church on a Tuesday night, maybe a thousand people were praying for her. And it turned her around. And all of a sudden, she was following Jesus again. Went back home two days later, and she was there. 
She had a really bad attitude and she was not following God. She was not living as if she was accepted by Christ. She was not living as if she was secure in Christ. She was not living as if she was significant in Christ. And these things happen. I don't say that to scare you. You still live your life and you pour Jesus into your kids and you do, you love them and you love them. And that still means you have boundaries, but God is still working. And I just, that is a very encouraging story for me, especially for those of you that don't know my story. My story, my husband left six years ago. I still believe God is working in him. And I still believe that it is love, our compassion, our kindness that will draw him back to Jesus Christ so that he begins to walk with Jesus again. And those are stories I'm telling you from a husband and wife. Not only that, we had a child that walked away for a while, but all three of our children are walking with God. Life is not easy. Family attitude is not easy. So what I really want to do is say, these are true, accepted, secure, significant. What do you do, Mom? You fall on your knees and you pray every single day and you love well. You cannot change your children. You cannot change your kids, but you can't pray for them. I have several friends whose kids are not walking with God and we get together once a month and we pray for them. We pray for things like this. All I can say is even though almost every, yeah, every single one of them, it's one child out of four or five, the rest are all walking. It's not like they just screwed up, you know, but there are things that God is doing for all of us. You give your kids a good foundation. You make sure that you have dealt with your acceptance with Christ and you're pouring that out on your children. You make sure you feel secure in Christ and you're pouring that out on your children. And you make sure you know you are significant. You are chosen and you are appointed and you are ambassador for Christ. He chose you to be an ambassador. If you have those things within you, then you can pour them out on your children. And then you just get on your knees and you pray every single day for your kids. So that wasn't quite where I was going with all of this, but that's what God laid on my heart. Um, you have to accept your kids no matter what their actions are. God accepts you. If we waited, if God waited until we made it to where he is, I would never make it to heaven. I would never be a family. I am so thankful for what he has done for me. So. Those are just a few things that you can think through. Um, what are you doing to sort of make sure that you are pouring this into your kids, building godly character? And I will say, you, there is a balance between cramming it down their throat and dealing with their heart. We still need to make sure we have godly boundaries, and that goes by Scripture. But we also need to make sure we love, we love, we love. Mercy triumphs over justice. So... Leave a comment. Let me know if you have any questions about any of this. Let me know. I do want to close on a whole different note because the holidays are upon us and I have a free master class next week that I hope you will come to. It's called Three Clues to Keeping Christ in Christmas. The link is in the description right now. So let me ask you a few questions. During the holidays, does your home feel busy and hectic more than peaceful and reflective? 
Would you like to scale back the materialism and focus more on Christ in Christmas this year? Is time a challenge during the holidays? You're needing more time. You're searching for downtime because it's so hectic. Is it all-out schedule chaos for you during the holidays? Do you tend to go overboard? Well, I can tell you I've answered yes to all of those during the, when the kids were here. I had to do a lot of scaling back. And so I am just telling you, we are going to talk about answers for you when you come to Three Clues to Keeping Christ in Christmas. It's a week from tomorrow, November 1st at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So hopefully everyone's finished with homeschooling and you can find a little bit of time in the middle of the afternoon that you can come and join us. I am so excited to share some of the things that God has changed in me as a testimony testimony defeats the enemy so let's do that if you are interested you can go and sign up it's completely free and when you go there you'll also get our 25 day advent calendar countdown for 2022 pretty pretty exciting all right if y'all have any questions about family attitude about accepted accepted by christ securing christ or significant in christ please leave them here i would love to visit with you as well so I am Carrie Beck with How to Homeschool My Child and Homeschool Coffee Break. We'll talk to you later.